Welcome to the Fantasy Football Podcast, brought to you by the cream of the crop of the Gopher League. I'm here for your week two episode with Chris Rober. Hey, Matt. How's it going? Oh, I'm good. How about you? Been better. Just saw the Celtics lose to a game-winning block by Bam, but, you know, yeah, one week Bam one. Really, worse. Yeah, that was, that was a nice block, though. It was, uh, was nice. One, one hell of a play, I'll tell you that much. Also... An egregious double travel on that last three-point shot by uh, Tatum, uh, Jason Tatum. Although that almost oh, went bro, in, it would have been incredible. incredible definitely close. was a double travel that was also not called. It, it was also an incredibly close hail mary there. But whatever. Yeah, good game, great game. But we don't cross sports. We focus on football only. Football only. All right, Chris. I heard you had a really interesting article that you wanted to tell everybody about. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not so much an article, but just something I've uh, been reading more and more about. And I've vocalized to a few members before. But, I've, you know, I'm, I'm a well-traveled gentleman. I've worked at a few different companies in a few different years. And oh, at each spot I've been at, I've noticed a, a phenomenon where you see these really high up people that, you know, they had to get to their position somehow. They had to be successful somehow. Yet they just seem so incompetent. And I've always been wondering, like, how is this possible? There's so much corporate waste yeah. going on. Yeah, the people there's that a, report to me say the same thing. Yeah, exactly. And there's, there's this uh, theory called the Peter Principle, which was started ages ago, kind of as a joke. But really, what it's it, – it, and it, there's been since some scientific research that's backed it actually existing. And the principle is essentially that you get promoted up until your point of incompetence. So as long as you're not – incompetent you will eventually get promoted and eventually unless your skill set is great enough that you won't ever you know not be able to perform to your job you will reach a stat where you're just not good at your job anymore and the two options are you either get canned or you kind of sit there and and you're always incompetent and it's just like answered so many questions in my life about how these people get their positions how they're how you get these corporate lifers that are 30 years at like senior management positions but are just god awful and uh it's just blowing my mind completely so i don't know if you've ever experienced that but uh really really interesting stuff yeah no i I, during my last promotion and my only promotion that uh i did experience that so it's good to know that you know i still have an opportunity to grow in my career um as i continue to exude incompetence so Mm -hmm. Uh, well, I, yeah, no. no, you've yet to exude incompetence, but eventually you will, and then you'll be stuck at, you know, whatever you are, supervisor or senior. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know. Um, yeah, interesting article uh, or interesting topic. No. I, uh, I also came across an article this week. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah. Just by happenstance, you know, I didn't plan it or anything, but <clears throat> it's uh, – so there's a story about um, this guy who was kayaking out in New York State somewhere. And I'm not that religious of a guy, but uh, I definitely believe in a higher power. And I think you do, too. So this guy, he was out kayaking and he got separated from his group and the lake was rough. And he fell out of his kayak. He lost his paddle and he couldn't get back in his kayak. And he was just floating there, like holding onto his kayak. I don't know if he had a life jacket on or not for like 30 minutes. He said he thought he was going to die. He was praying to God 
for someone to come and save him. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, a little booze cruise tiki bar thing came oh, along, spotted him as he was like wading in the water, not wading in the water, but you know, almost drowning in water. the water. Right. And you know, the tiki bar cruise came over to get him. And who was on this cruise? 10 priests from the local seminary. Well, that's pretty Yeah, hard. yeah. I'm just a little, so he's a kayaker, but he could tread water for 30 minutes, but he couldn't swim to shore in 30 minutes when he's kayaking? I don't know. The article wasn't too robust. I just got uh, caught mm. by the headline of priest full of tiki bar, or tiki bar full of priest saves mm. drowning kayaker. Yeah. Well, I, think he, I think he was, he was not treading water for 30 minutes. I think he still had his kayak, but he was like stuck in the middle of a lake, nowhere near shore, and it was rough. Got it. Was the gist of it. So wild stuff. Glad he's alive. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, well, great. Should, should we get into what all of our uh, our devoted fan base wants to hear? Hell yeah! Let's do these power rankings, Chris. Who do you got yeah. at twelve? Number twelve. Well, well, before that, I'd just like to say what what a week for me. You know, <laughs> struggling. I came into it with probably the lowest I've ever ranked myself, and you ranked me a little higher, but, you know, pull out the win, score over 100. Meanwhile, I see you getting your first L of big week. Big week. Wow. All right. Well, yeah, no, good good takeaways. Um, I think my two takeaways from the week were I kind of suck so far, and then the second one was just it's really nice to have something to live for again. You know, those noon games on red zone, whew. Oh, Yeah. It's a reason to wake up in the morning. It really is. But it's also stressful watching all those games. Like the first week, you don't want to miss any play. You're just like freaking out over everything. It takes a lot of energy out of you. It does. It does. But when you're trailing significantly the entire time, you know, you're not quite as stressed. You're exactly. just a little you're bit. Just enjoying you're just pissed, you know. And I guess you can pretend to enjoy it, but there's an inner rage for sure. All right. So anyways, I digress. But so at number 12, number 12, uh, you know, just as a reminder, last week we had Wilmo. This week we got a new last place, new bomb of the Woo, Eric. So congrats to Eric. You went, you win number 12. You know, I think week one, I personally had him at seven. Um, I think he's going to go up, but you know, you score, you put a, a score with a six in front of it in week one, low, by far the lowest score. Yeah. Yeah. Just some major underperformers. Mm-hmm. This wasn't great. With that said, I mean, he's got Aaron Jones, Tyreek Hill, Joe Mixon, Kyler. That's a nice squad. Kareem Hunt. Um, it's, a, it's a great squad. So to be at number 12, I, I don't think he'll last there too long. But right now, after dropping a 60, uh, I think he's pretty deserving. Yep. No, no arguments there. And maybe one last little clarification here. Uh, for our listeners, last week we did separate power rankings, um, but due to time constraints, we are doing a combined power rankings this week based upon our Chris ranked everybody, I ranked everybody, and then we averaged the two, and that's how we settled on these power rankings. Um, great, great clarification. Yep, and I'll just let it be known that I also we both had Eric at, at twelve, so that averaged out quite well. Number eleven. We have Wilmo at 11. He was 12 last week. Um, nice performance out of Zeke. Pretty nice performance out of Julio. Uh, Philip, not not great. Um, Gronk, shockingly, not not uh, didn't live up to the $15 value yet. Yet 
Um, and then I think Kittle didn't have the greatest of games, but you know, that'll, that'll turn around. But, uh, you know, Wilma jumps a spot in the rankings this week, put up 84 points, which is a solid, solid performance, especially when you don't get a, a good score out of your quarterback. So, uh, yeah. you know, maybe I mean, now he's got Heinz to put in his running back position. So who Heinz. Oh yeah. yeah with the Marlon Mack injury. So at, at number 10, I got Ross. What a fall from grace. I think you and I may have both had him at number two prior. In one week, we take him from two to 10. Uh, Ross put up 81. So pretty low score there. Actually, second lowest score of the week. You know, you had Kenny Galladay injured, Hammy. You hate to see that with the wide receiver. Eric Ebron, trash. Uh, Mark Ingram. Apparently trash. Marlon Mack out for the year. Um, Henry Ruggs, decent performance. And then, he, but he's got some. I mean, he's got Nick Chubb, who hopefully will have a better performance down the road. He's got Eckler, who similar, hopefully will have a better performance. But oof, last week was rough. A lot of key injuries and um, a lot more question marks. And wow, power of one week, what it does to you. Yeah. No, I, I think we have uh, Ross is back to his old ways. Uh, had a good had a good draft. <clears throat> Unlucky with the Marlon Mack injury, but we'll see where uh, where things go. Number nine. So at number nine, we have uh, Mr. Kerber. So I had him at 10 last week, looking at my notes here. So moves up a spot in my rankings. Don't know where you had him. Um, but yeah, you know, he ran into a buzzsaw this week with, uh, with Galen. Galen's team just went berserk. Um, Corey's team, honestly, as I look at these, oh, those are his projections for this week. Um, if, <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say they look so solid across the board. Um, okay, so as, as I look at his actual point totals from last week, he had a tough break with Saquon Barkley. Guy looked you know, like Sa- a freaking, Saquon through three quarters had negative points. Seriously, I did not know that. He had, he had like negative he had 20. No, he had negative 20 yards essentially because of how little room he got. He looks like a freak, though. Like that play where he jumped over uh, whoever the hell it was on the stairs. That was nuts. Um, All right. So, yeah, he had a tough break there. Underperformance from A.J. Brown, I think. I don't really know if A.J. Brown's good or not, but it doesn't look like he uh, lived up to his projection. Um, Yeah, so I think, you know, as he gets stronger performances out of Saquon Barkley – and maybe AJ Brown, he he could be a team to be to be messing with. He just ran into a, a buzzsaw with Galen, and no matter what he did this week, he was uh, taking an L. So I think better things, honestly, in the future to come for uh, for Corey. At a uh, at number eight, we got the guy I played last week, David. Thankfully, beat David. It started off really promising for him. He had a huge game out of DJ. Um, on Thursday night football, and then Chris Carson in the first, I don't know, 15th right away. First quarter, he had two touchdowns or something like that. And I was sweating. I think I told Rachel I'm for sure losing. And then, you know, basically Chris Carson did absolutely nothing after that. Cooper Cup didn't really do much. Terry McLaurin didn't do much. Jonah Smith didn't do much. James Conner literally couldn't even finish a quarter. And uh, things just didn't pan out the way it started. <laughs> And ha- happy to report that I, like I said, I won. Happy to report his team kind of looks in shambles. I don't really love his team anymore. 
a lot of question marks. I think his best piece, honestly, right now is DJ. And a one-week sample size probably isn't quite enough to say he's back for, for good. Who's, but, who's his quarterback again? Uh, Matt Ryan. So, yeah. solid quarterback, but, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. No, I mean, it's, it's a good analysis of our two-time runner-up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, we should get him on the podcast next week. David reached out and uh, – would like to join. So he, he might be a, a guest. Don't think star. he's a fan of uh, indefensible uh, shots at him. <laughs> that's, why we're, that's why we're inviting him on, Chris. Uh, yeah. Welcome controversy. Oh, for he's, sure. Uh, we'll, we'll let him go. We'll let him talk about whatever he wants to, to talk about. Number seven. Nick at seven. Uh, you know, solid week out of, you know, the guys that you expected to perform well. Christian McCaffrey, great week. Patrick Mahomes, solid week. Um, and then, you know, Matt the leg prater, just booting field goals through left and right until the Lions decided to stop playing football in the second half. Otherwise, he could have had just a monster game. Um, but not a lot of performance out of the other players on Nick's team, which was kind of to be expected and kind of also I would say similar to what we said last week when we were looking at his team coming out of the draft. So his team did as expected. He got the victory. He's 1-0. Decent point total. Um, more or less what we expected so far. So Nick's in there at 7. Number 6. So moving on to 6. Should I give uh, the analysis for myself? Do it. I'll chime in, though. Well, you know, number 6. This, this team is stud-filled across the board. Great running backs. Just incredible running backs. Best running backs probably. Out of anybody. Yeah, no arguments. Um, they put up great points, over 100. Uh, what's that? I think fourth best in the league this week. Um, but really, you got Cam Noon, who is, just looks like MVP Cam again. You got Chris Godwin, who's going to give me a solid floor and probably do better than last week. Devontae Adams, I mean, I hate to say it, but looks pretty go. good. I'm not going to lie. Aaron <laughs> Rodgers looks pretty good. But I'll also say the Vikings are absolutely trash this year, and their corners are terrible. So I'd like to give it a couple more weeks before I call, you know, Green Bay's offense back to what it used to be. But really, um, yeah, running backs, biggest issue, Singletary, Rojo, Lev Bell's now on IR. We'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. But <laughs> I'm feeling better than I was honestly feeling last week. I like my receivers a lot. Yep. Zach Ertz is a stud. Mm-hmm. Great, qu- great quarterbacks. If I can just get a decent RB2 and kind of a mediocre Second running back, I think I can survive. Yeah, no no arguments there. Definitely got some big point totals out of your quarterback and your number one receiver. So we'll see if those continue to – and if you're able to replace that big production that Lev Bell gave you in week one. Uh, oh, yeah, five points. To keep you rolling. I would say, you know, agree with your analysis. I won't comment too much right now. I think – I'm deciding right now that at the end of this, we're going to do a preview of one of the games that will be played in the coming week. And you should know what game I'm talking about. So with that, we will jump to number five. Number five. So Wes kicked my ass this week. Great performances out of the majority of his team. And honestly, I feel like a, some of it's, or a good amount of it's uh, replicable. The, the one part that I would say not replicable would be the defense. That one surprised me. Um, however, that was offset by no points out of Michael Thomas. So Michael Thomas is going to return to 
you know, normalcy, I would think at some point. So yeah, you know, he had certain players that overperformed and certain ones that underperformed. Um, great week, 116 points, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, Raheem Mostert maybe scored a little bit more than what you'd expect. And same with Mark Andrews, but I don't know. I mean, I think well worth a, a jump in, I think, four or five spots in each of our respective rankings this week. So we'll see where it goes from here. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just chime in here. I'm a little bitter because I had myself ahead of West here, and I still stand by it. Michael mm-hmm. Thomas mm-hmm. probably could potentially end up on IR with a high ankle sprain. Tough for receiver. Yeah. Odell Beckham is busy getting pooped on and pooping on yeah. teams. I mean, like Lamar. To me, his team is Lamar and Mark Andrews, and and I don't know. Michael Thomas hurt. Yeah, high ankle sprain. Oh, nope. I, didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean. Seriously, they're going to have to bring in so much shit into to Cleveland to get that production up at his receiver. Now the guy who's going to be his receiver one. Yeah, uh, yeah they're going to, I guess, oh, shit. I guess I didn't realize that. I thought, I didn't know he was hurt. So Again, another prime example of why everyone tunes into this podcast weekly. This yeah, strong, strong research. I mean, we know we don't know Michael Thomas is hurt, but we do know that Odell Beckham, uh, you know, like loves this? to get shit on, apparently. Like literally. With with that great transition, moving on to number four. Number four. Uh, number four, we got Matt. Love being able to give my own analysis of myself and then an analysis of you. Uh, Appreciate that. I had my for for the podcast listeners. I had myself lower than this, and Chris had me higher, just so that everybody. Yeah, so uh, I got screwed by having myself higher and you me lower. Yeah, I said that wrong, but whatever. Anyways. So you you're, you have four. I think Derrick Henry, solid game. I think you're going to get a lot of what you got last week out of Derrick Henry and probably a lot more upside as well. Hopkins hope, probably won't have the same production all the time, but great to see. TD after, this week, though. True, and great to see after one week they're already just bombarding this guy with targets, as they should. Robert Woods, always a, a sleep-done wide receiver, too, so – no complaints Pooped there, on, but not pooped on, you know. Yeah, exactly. And th- and then you you throw in for you the great injury of Marlon Mack. And now you got Jonathan Taylor, who's probably going to be calling RB one and a half rest of the season. Um, mm-hmm. Really also, good news. Jonathan Taylor just locked up an endorsement uh, by UW Credit Union. He oh is, wow! Uh, doing UW Credit Union commercials now um, in the local, uh, at least in the Milwaukee market. Just a fun fact. But continue. Yeah, and uh, uh, a solid bench overall. So, I, I mean, I think deserving of number four, we'll see what Jonathan Taylor can do with the full-time starting job and the, the good performance, despite your loss. Moving on to number three. Number three. Ryan, the commissioner. That was a word I couldn't come up with. Um, I thought he had a really nice week, got a W, put up 100 points, and he did that with – you know, one guy who overperformed, but a couple of guys who underperformed. So I think there's good things to come in the future for Ryan's team. Um, quarterback underperformed 13 and a half out of your quarterbacks, not what you want. I think Dalvin Cook at 20 is, I mean, that's a little bit higher than, you know, his projection, but I don't think that's not, I don't think that's against what he'll do in, in the future. Kenyon Drake around 12, that's what I would expect. Thielen's the one who underperformed, but that was 
offset by underperformances out of his tight end and Evan Ingram, who got less than a point, zero points out of his defense, and only five out of, out of DJ Moore. And like I said, Derek Carr as well underperformed. I think there's a lot of upside on this team. Um, and I think, you know, Ryan might realize that in the weeks to come. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I thought... A lot of upside, just I like thought, uh, Beyond Meat. Oh, yeah, for sure. Great stock. <laughs> I'd invest in that. But, you know, I kind of thought he's too highly ranked, and I don't know, you, really? you, sold me, you sold me on the Evan Ingram, DJ Moore, Bears defense trifecta there. So I do agree now. I think the quarterback thing, too, though, honestly. like Yeah, I mean, quarterback. quarterback yeah. I agree. Be playing. All right, moving on. Number two. Number two. So there's only two teams left, and number two, and, and the, I'll say uh, this, that the last two teams we Matt and I had ranked opposite, and in the end, we have number two at Will, with Will because he scored less points than Galen. So, Will, you know, a great performance, 103.8, just inched me out by 0.7 uh, total points. A solid outing by his running backs, which is what he needed. Kamara, Jacobs, I mean, Jacobs went bananas with, I think, what, 32 points. Sanders still out, but despite that, Will was able to put up a, a big outing, and now he's got Malcolm Brown that apparently looks like the lead back on the Rams. We'll see if that holds. Yeah, two touchdowns this week for him. Yeah, but for now, he's really got four stud running backs. Um, Hunter Henry, solid performance for a tight I mean, great performance for anybody, yep. but yep. great performance for a tight end. And then Chark uh, also did uh, admirably, but there will be more, more upside to come. And uh, Darius Slayton, I mean, I don't love, and I think his one week was an absolute blip, but uh, we'll – the guy on the Giants? Yeah, we'll, 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 yeah. See, we'll see what comes out of that. So, I mean – same question mark as as last week is what's going on with that second wide receiver, but overall you can't complain about four stud running backs and a solid wide receiver one. So I think deserving of two and could easily be one next week. Yeah, no, agreed with Miles Sanders coming back, maybe, probably. See if the Eagles still suck ass this week. Yeah, I mean that's uh, the wild card, right? That the, the, that line was so bad, it was atrocious. And uh, any no. Did you right. watch the second half? Like, how did that even happen? I picked them in a survivor league about week one, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Yeah. But yeah, kudos to the Washington football team for that. Victory. Love their logo. What a logo! I. I, I would Google it, but um, my Wi-Fi is a little shoddy right now. I don't want this it, to... It essentially looks like the West Virginia uh, college football team. Okay. Like a Got big it. W. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. Number one. The man we've never met. Galen. Great, great outing. I thought his, I liked his team after the draft, and his team has come through in week one and performed in an excellent fashion. Russell Wilson went nuts. Clyde Edwards, uh, Hel- Air, I think. I think the H is silent. Oh, great. me. I, I think I saw that on the broadcast. I, I could have made that up, I guess. Good week there. Melvin Gordon, solid week. And I think he did it with a fumble, too, so he could add a couple more points there. Calvin Ridley, uh, 25 points. Whoa. So he must have had at least a touchdown or two. Good week there. Juju had two touchdowns last night. Uh, yeah, solid performances. 
basically all around it. Oh my gosh, he did that with two points out of his defense. Shit. All right, so he could add. So he had room to grow, <clears throat> defense and in, in, at his flex. So coming out of week one, I think Galen is uh, the cream of the crop right now in the Gopher League. Um, coming from a couple of has-beens here. So we'll see where his... Kurt, sorry, his... you're a has-been. I am the current <laughs> creature. All right, all right. Um, yeah, we'll see where his season goes. Um, but really strong performance in week one with, you know, opportunities for growth, certainly opportunities for regression and receiver. There are a lot of touchdowns there uh, this week. And we'll see if Seattle continues to let Russell go wild or if they start to, to run the ball a little bit more to uh, David's probably preference, but yeah, good week. He's my number one. No comments here. Three across the board. All right. So uh, do we want to go into our last segment that we just added? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're uh, putting me on the spot, but it's pretty easy to, to kind of throw some analysis on the game of the week. Yeah. So no, I, I tell you, we'll go against Eric. Obviously, Matt be Chris, and I mean, let's see. Before waivers have run, before lineups have been set, what's the box score have us at? You're getting your ass kicked. Oh yeah, it looks like I'm getting a ten point ass kicking. Well, that's all right. You count on that. And honestly, my my lineup is basically set as it will be set. So, do you have? Oh yeah, you got Ronald Jones in there now. Yep. Yeah. You're uh you're cruising for a bruising, my friend. Well, um, I mean, to be honest, let's see. Dak Prescott, let's taking it point by point. I'll take Cam over Dak. I don't know what twenty point projection for Dak. That's even against Atlanta. If I know one thing about the the potentially Super Bowl winning Cowboys that stunk the bed on Sunday night, is that Dak can stink the bed any night. Taylor against Minnesota. Um, Let's I mean, go, baby. I mean, I don't know. I think I think this is this is Philip Rivers' opportunity to throw five touchdowns and five picks, not not have Jonathan Taylor run wild. Derrick Henry against Jacksonville, that'll give you a let's go, baby on. Um, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, let's go, man. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's a pretty good matchup too. Although they have Chris Godwin scoring more than Hopkins against Washington. Oh, wow. All right. We'll see. Um I mean, we all know TB12 is coming back with a vengeance. Uh, Robert Woods against Philly. Devontae, I mean, okay. Devontae Adams definitely wins that one handedly. Zach Ertz against the Rams. Hayden Hurst. Didn't Hayden Hurst get like one point? He He had 3.8. Says it right there. Yeah, sure does. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know. I I think, yeah, I deserve it. Hey, hey, what, where? You, you skipped over the kicker matchup, my boy Harrison Butt Bunny Butker. Like, oh, yeah. he's going off this week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, look, you got some good matchups. I deserve to be ten point underdog. If I just had Lev Bell in there, the th- tables would be completely turned. But uh, I agree. Know. I agree. I think you know the way it stands right now. It's uh, it's it's looking rough for you unless Le'Veon Bell can come back. Well, he's on back, comes back, he's then, on you know, IR. We throw, this, we throw this whole analysis out the window. Matt, he's on IR, so he literally cannot come back. It was a joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love a good explained joke. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we'll see what happens. I don't want to get over uh, oh, overconfident. On record, on record that that's why over- I don't want to do it. That's why no, I don't want to do it because it could come back to bite me on week three. And if David's on the podcast, that could be like a double whammy. You know? Oh boy, you'll begin it. You know what? So you know what? I'm I'm, uh, I'm just gonna keep it keep it eat here. I'm gonna I'm not gonna go too far into my trash talk just yet. All righty. Well, well, we'll find out how this game ends and all of your games. Uh, next week. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. What, what should we... What should the phrase be for, and here are a couple bloopers, essentially. I need a sound bite to transition to bloopers. Mm. Or do I just like have the, have the, no, do I just have the music run, you know, the outro and then just end with us randomly talking? On the, on the count of three, do we just both want to yell bloopers? Sure. All right. I'm going to go one, two, three. Slight pause, and then we go. Or should I just go one, two, three, bloopers? Slight pause. The former. One, two, three, bloopers. Bloopers. All right. All right. We we got everything. All right. See ya. Bloopers. Wait, no. No, we had everything. The first time worked well. I thought we were supposed to do it in tandem. Yeah, I did do it in tandem. I went way before you. Oh, well, that's probably the, okay. Well, maybe it comes out way before. I don't, I don't know. All right. All right. We'll just see what, we'll we'll go with whatever happened. Let's try one more time. All right. Ready? One, two, three. Bloopers. (laughs) (laughs) Put this in the blooper reel. (laughs) All right. One more time. One, two, three. Bloopers. Yeah, just put this in the blooper reel.